Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Ramadan Reflections. My name is Nishida Maksud and I'm so excited to bring you this podcast. Thank you so much for taking your time out to listen to this today. Hey, assalamu alaikum and welcome to my very first podcast. Um, and I've decided to do it on Ramadan Reflections because it truly is the time to reflect with the whole situation of COVID-19 and with Ramadan around the corner, it's just an ideal time to talk about something like this. So thank you so much for being here. Um, and it's just it's just been this crazy time of not knowing um, and trying to pick ourselves back up. And then having those moments of, oh my goodness, you know, where, when's this going to end? What's happening? Why did this start? And I think sometimes what happens is all of these questions that we have can be good for us. But sometimes they can have a detrimental effect because the unknown and the uncertainty and focusing on the things we can't control is what often gets us into this state of anxiety. Now, fortunate for the believers is that we have the blessed month of Ramadan. And I, when, when all this kicked off and all the COVID-19 thing happened, I really just thought to myself, like, I can actually make this into like a pre-Ramadan um, taster month, if you like. And I've been trying to do my best in terms of work on my spirituality. And let's be honest, we all have our highs and our lows and we have our dips. And that's exactly what I've been going through. Um, and I just, I'm just really grateful that we have this month of Ramadan, the month of the Quran and the month of really digging deep inside ourselves. And I think it's just going to be awesome. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And what I want to really share with you today is that I know it's, there's going to be a lot of people that really focus on the negatives. There's going to be a lot of people that say, oh, well, you know, we're in lockdown and we've got Ramadan and we can't go to iftar parties. We can't go to Trawi, We can't go for Salah. You know, it's just going to be us and our families. And from my perspective, that is absolutely perfect. Like I was disheartened the other day when, when I realized that, like, that Ramadan is going to be completely different. And I'll tell you why I was a bit disheartened is because... Um, having young children, like my children are, Alhamdulillah, they are five, six and eight. And all of these years leading up to this year, I used to, I used to crave in my heart to experience Traweeh in, in the masjid. And that's because I've spent Ramadan previously in 2008 in, in, um, in, in the lands of Arabia and just in the Haram Sharif, um, and in Masjid Nabwi and, and that feeling of, you know, praying uh, in Juma like Taraweeh is just phenomenal. And I know I'm not going to get the same experience here in England, but it was just like my heart was craving that experience. And, and, and it wasn't that I had to go every day. I just wanted to be a part of it. And having such young children, like previous years, I remember at one point they were one, two and three, right? And subhanAllah, I was I was kind of waiting for that time to for like them to grow up so, so we can share that experience together. Um, and this was the year, like I was telling my husband a couple of months ago that, you know, what, I can't wait. I cannot wait to go to the masjid as a family and, and like read Trawi with, without my children disturbing anyone. Right. And, and don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't mind children being in the mosque and running around and doing crazy things that children do. But I know that unfortunately, the community that I live in, people don't appreciate that kind of thing. And, and it's only fair for me to allow them to have the best experience. Um, whilst praying so alhamdulillah but it really hit me just the other day when we were having a family meal and um, my daughter said mama how many days left for uh, for ramadan and i said 
like seven days left and then at that moment I realized like I was waiting to, to go to the masjid like you know as a family and really enjoy that time and honestly like my heart swelled up and I had um, like I had a moment of feeling super emotional because I was like okay that's not happening it's not happening for anyone like my husband who's used to going to the masjid and who's used to you know spending a lot of time there it, you know it's been tough on him but it will be even more tougher in the month of Ramadan however we have the opportunities to switch that up and change the way we see this so I, I decided that inshallah we're going to create an area um, like a little masjid area in the home uh, we literally be where we pray where we read Quran where we do dhikr and where we just like our little masjid area like little corner in the house and right now that's the best that we can do you know and, and if you have an extra room in the house like a guest room or a spare room then you can change the entire room into like a masjid area or whatever you want to do and that's just an idea and that's just a way of changing the current situation uh, into a positive and, and and really using it for you to our advantage but what i also see as positive is the fact that we can connect to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um without these distractions right Sometimes the social gatherings in the month of Ramadan can be distracting. Sometimes these iftar parties, you actually end up eating more than you ever have before. So the purpose of having that spiritual, physical and mental detox kind of goes out the window. right? And I think it's just really a time to focus on what we will gain from this. What we will gain. Like what, what, what's going to be different this time? What can I do more of? So you have more time to connect, more time in seclusion more time for contemplation and more time to focus on the Quran if that's one of your goals because being the month of the Quran and I think this time what I'm really doing is different because you know previous years I've, I've tried to complete the Quran which I love doing anyway but I think I'm really going to slow myself down and, and just really try to focus on the meaning and try and connect with the meaning now I know that even when we recite Quran even if we don't understand we are still getting the reward. However, it, I believe it's a duty, it's a responsibility to connect with it on a deeper level and really understand the words of Allah. Because these are, this is not no ordinary book. This is the words, like, these are the words of Allah, like the message that Allah gave to the Prophet ﷺ for the rest of mankind as well. And we fall into that category, alhamdulillah. So it's about really clear on your goals. So if there's anything you take from this podcast today, let it be to set your intentions for Ramadan. So let's just do this together. So ask yourself, what do I want to get from this Ramadan? Like, I want to ask for the best. I want to aim for the best. What do I want to get from this Ramadan? Because let me tell you one thing. If I live to see Ramadan, Alhamdulillah. Like, I, I think I'll be more grateful this year than ever with the amount of deaths that have happened, with the amount of losses, and just with everything that's going on. So first of all, if we live to see Ramadan, um, then Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah for that. Second of all, let's try and make it the best. And when I mean the best, I mean in terms of spiritual connection. You know, not the best foods and, you know, the, the 50 smosas that we're making. I'm laying off the smosas, by the way, in the fried foods. So, so I'm just saying, so all of these things, are they defeat the purpose of the time that we are given and I, I know that a lot of my family members and people that I know they take off time from work for Ramadan so they might take the first 10 days off or the last 10 days off um, and whatever works for them but 
we are in a situation where we haven't got a choice. And Alhamdulillah, we'll have like the whole 30 days, right? Apart from those people that are still all going to work and whatever. But seriously, on a serious note, we have that time. We have nothing but time. So subhanAllah, it's just going to be an opportunity to really, really strengthen that spiritual connection, working on our soul and working on, on you know, our our rule, it, it craves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It craves to to the dhikr of Allah. It craves to recite the Quran, to hear the Quran, to pray. But it's our ego and our nafs that does it. Does It basically drives us away from that. And it, it's the part of us that has that greed for the world and the lazy part. And I think it's just about doing what it takes to to make your 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 rule a higher point and and let it take over your being and it sounds i'm making it sound really easy right and i know it's not because i go through this battle all the time however when we set our intentions we can have a, a little bit of clarity so set your intentions and ask yourself what do i want to get out from this ramadan and for me i'll share mine with you and ultimately our intentions are with allah but sometimes when we when we are intentional about our intentions it helps us to to use that to focus on our outcomes. So for me, and I know that more will come up, is to work on my spiritual self. Like I know that I'm lacking and I know I'm, I need to do more. I need to do more to get to where I want to be. And I know so many of you probably can relate to this. So what do I want to achieve? I just want to feel closer to Allah. Um, and I, what I mean is I feel close to Allah, but I want to do more things to attain his pleasure. Like I just want to do what I can so then I can just imagine that Allah is happy with me, right? And Allah tells us, he, I am what my servant thinks of me. Um, so seeing Allah in, in the best way. And also, I really want to focus on understanding the Quran. So not just reading pages and pages and so many juz, but I really want to understand what I'm reciting. And I really want to use those lessons that I'm taking in my daily life. Inshallah. And that's just two of my intentions. I know I'm going to sit down. I'm going to really dig deep. Um, and really like aim for the best. And the best being the best in the eyes of Allah. And you know when it comes to deen. You can be competitive in terms of. You know I want to get more good deeds. I want to be closer to Allah. I want to be closer to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And I, I want to be in Jannah. Like you know I want to be in Jannah with those that I love. I want to be in Jannah with, with the, the wives um, of the Prophet وسلم, the, the princesses, the queens of Jannah, right? And it's like when you ask yourself, what do I need to do to get there? Ask yourself that question. And let Ramadan be the means of you getting to where you want to be. So, Jazakallah for listening. I hope you benefited from this. Um, and I'll see you on the next one. Assalamu alaikum.